Hey y'all, welcome back to my podcast series where I walk you through the world of therapeutic writing. Today, we're going to venture into the proper and optimal terminology when talking about equine-assisted services. Before I get started, I want to explain why this is an important thing to be aware of. One of the goals of adopting proper terminology is that we are able to discontinue problematic terminology. Some of the terms have been dubbed problematic because they cause confusion, inadequate protection of consumers, reimbursement obstacles, misinformed policies, and barriers to scientific advancement. Scientific advancements are hard to pursue when the same imprecise and unclear terminology is used to name completely different services. In order for equine-assisted services as a whole to grow, there needs to be a proper vocabulary available for these programs. My source for today is a consensus document covering the optimal terminology for services that incorporate horses to benefit people. The term equine-assisted services is the recommended term for referring to multiple services that share the horse as a common factor. There are 12 specific types of services that fit into one of the three broad categories, which are therapy, learning, and horsemanship. In the therapy category, there are five distinct types of therapies, counseling, occupational, physical, psychotherapy, and speech-language pathology. When talking about types of therapies using equine, it is recommended that you use the exact type of therapy followed by a precise description of how the equine is being worked with. An example of this would be physical therapy using equine movement. Each of these different types of therapies are performed by licensed professionals who have received specialized training that focuses on incorporating interactions with horses, their movement, or their environment into personalized plans for the individual receiving therapy. The horses are incorporated within treatments or interventions to help address individualized goals in order to improve overall function, health, and wellness. Moving on to the learning category, there are three types of non-therapy services that are recognized. The terminology that is recommended for these categories are equine-assisted learning and education, organizations, or in personal development. Each of these types of non-therapy services are used by specially trained or certified professionals. Equine-assisted learning and education is used to teach people of all ages in processes that focus on academic skills, character development, and the promotion of relevant life skills such as problem solving and critical thinking. Equine-assisted learning in organizations is used to assist members of corporations, organizations, and other work groups in building effective teams and leaders that can enhance work dynamics. These programs are used to help shape people into leaders and essential parts of work environments. Equine-assisted learning in personal development helps individuals or groups discover new ways to go through the many challenges and opportunities that life can throw at them. Some of the skills professionals in this section try to develop in participants are effective problem solving, decision making, critical and creative thinking, and communication. Now we've reached the final category of horsemanship. 
This category consists of four types of non-therapy services, which are adaptive equestrian sports, adaptive riding or therapeutic riding, driving, and interactive vaulting. Adaptive equestrian sports coaches people with diverse needs to participate in competitions or events in different equine disciplines. Some of these disciplines are dressage, reining, and English or Western riding. Some of the benefits of these sports are physical fitness, self-confidence, and social inclusion. Adaptive riding and therapeutic riding are both terms that can be used interchangeably to describe services that focus on skillfully adapting riding as well as making health benefits of riding and horses available to individuals or groups with diverse needs. Driving teaches individuals who have diverse needs to safely participate in driving activities. If you don't know what driving is, it's where they hook the horse or horses up to some type of vehicle. The type of vehicle is typically a carriage, a sleigh, or wagon, and the driver has to steer their horses and vehicle through an obstacle course or they just drive them around. There are competitions for driving where the competitors drive their horse-drawn vehicle through an obstacle course. Interactive vaulting engages individuals or groups with diverse needs and movements in different positions around or on horses and vaulting barrels. This is very similar to gymnastics, except you would be using a horse. Some of the benefits that can come from vaulting are improved physical fitness, social skills and communication, problem solving, and teamwork. Now that you've heard all of this information, you might be thinking, why isn't therapeutic riding in the therapy category? I know this was my first reaction after reading this document, but after taking a deeper look at it and thinking about it a little more, I see why. Therapeutic riding is a sort of generalized treatment. Each of the riders have different needs, but they are all receiving the exact same program. When you get into the more specific therapy category, treatments are tailored towards the individual in the program. Some of the terms that should be discontinued are equine therapy, equine assisted activities and therapies, equine assisted therapy, equestrian therapy, hippotherapist, hippotherapy clinic, horse therapy, horseback riding therapy, and therapy riding. This is a relatively new movement. This article that I've been using was published in January of this year. If you listen to my last episode, you'll know that I mistakenly used equine-assisted therapy frequently throughout that episode. This is also coming from someone who has been actively involved in therapeutic riding, which I think just goes to further prove how much people really don't know about equine assisted services and how much there is to it. I am so happy to be able to contribute to bringing more recognition to equine assisted services as a whole. I have put the link to the article I've been using in the description of this episode in case anyone would like to check it out. I know that I was able to learn a lot from this little adventure, and I hope you were able to learn something new as well. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join me in my next episode.